Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Please be advised that Little Miss Recap contains adult language. Like, this is so fucking wrong. This is so weird. Dude, this is Virgin River. What do you expect? Hi, everyone. Welcome to Little Miss Recap, the podcast where we... I don't know. Love us a good Christmas tree decoration off? Dude, that looks like so much fucking fun. I just need to move to Virgin River. I need to move there. I need to move there. Same. But you know, Christmas trees are my jam. I love nothing more than a fucking Christmas tree. And this looks like so much fun. I almost want to petition our or something (laughs) so that we can do this somewhere i think this looks Um, like so much fun we could never do this in our town because the trees would be trashed immediately true although do you remember about 20 years ago when we worked at the tv station yes we would go to the historical society at um the train station and we would get the trees there once a year like that was fun but i want it to be like on like a grander scale where i win (laughs) i remember before you started working there and we were in the old building Mm -hmm. we had a christmas party like just an office christmas party with a big bowl of eggnog and my former boss and i Spiked it with a bunch of rum, and oh, every crashed. Nice. <laughs> it was so much fun. That's we were just like fun. doing wild shit. It was so much fun. It was the year that we were moving to the new building, so they were tearing mm-hmm. down the sets, and yeah, yep. it was it was fun. just a shit show. Yep, yeah. Guys, my name is Amy. I'm here with my bestie Steph, and we're here today to talk about our favorite show in the world, oh, Virgin yes. River. Oh. I love there it was, so much. There was so much in this episode, like so much great stuff. I know. 
I loved so much, every minute of it. So much delicious cheese. Oh, oh, the it was cheesiness. So great. The, the cheese, cheese was great. And here's what I want to say to people. We have heard you. We are turning, we are converting people, Steph. People are turning into Virgin River fans because they are watching it because we're covering it. Um, That's amazing. And I hope that's true. Are I you making that true. up? <laughs> no, I'm not making it up. It, it It is the modern day Little House on the Prairie. It, it 100% totally, is. It completely is. And if Netflix mm-hmm. is listening, they should hire us to do something. If like, Netflix is listening, we need 10 more seasons of this. Never stop. Can't stop. Ne- won't stop. Yes. Never stop. Mm-mm. Absolutely. Go forever. Go forever. Give us – and make it all one season. Make it all one year. Oh, yeah. I don't care. Charmaine's twins. I mean, I want to see them in season 27 as two year olds. (laughs) Dude, the trajectory they're on that might actually happen. Um, I don't care. Were you pleased to see these two Christmas episodes show up in your feed? Yes. Mm -hmm. And I completely forgot about them. So when it happened, it was like Mm -hmm. fucking Christmas present. I was was like like a kid on Christmas morning. Mm -hmm. I was really Mm -hmm. excited. Because I love I it I was so really much. excited, too. I, I love watched- it, too, guys. We rip it apart, but that's with love. <laughs> oh, it's completely with love. All mm-hmm. with love. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually even watched it twice because I'm obsessed and I love it so mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I watched so it twice because I had to take the notes. But what we're going to do, guys, is we're doing this as one big chunk. This is right. the Virgin River Christmas special. Yay. So it's episodes, it's season five, episodes 11 and 12. Mm-hmm. They're called The More the Merrier and Father Christmas. Correct. Okay. There needs to be something settled right away. Okay. What? Okay. Ready? What? Is Mel's bio dad a Hot? Holy? Yeah. Is totally. I knew that was <laughs> I have it in my notes. I'm like, Mel's See, dad is hot. I don't know if he's hot. I can't he's, tell. He's really handsome, dude. He's a good-looking guy. Don't get me wrong. It would take one bottle of wine if that. I mean, but I'm just – I can't tell. He's like a little slanted. He hangs to the left a little bit. Oh. And I'm not saying anything. Like, he just – he always has his head tilted weird and his hair is decorated to the side, styled to the side. Decorate. I like decorated. <laughs> I've never in my life heard anyone describe a hairdo as decorated. But my hair is from, decorated with a lot of gray this morning. <laughs> from now on, that's the only term I'm ever using yes. because that's funny. Yes. Oh my, yes. You had to see me when I woke up this morning. My hair was sticking up so bad that even Patrick was like cracking the hell up. I looked <laughs> insane. There is – like a running joke in my house that I look like my dad used to call it um what did he call it oh, oh no. a pipe cleaner he used oh. to say that my hair looked like a pipe cleaner in the morning and he's been putting stuff on Facebook of himself waking up in the morning with the crazy hair and I'm like this is where I get it from uh-huh mm-hmm. you oh know what God, it is I have great. no hair and I have very thin hair so it's like a static electricity nightmare in yeah. my bed at night uh-huh. And I wake up and it's just like poof, like a like a dandelion gone to seed, like a oh my god, just a big white poof ball. That's yeah. hysterical. Mm-hmm. So mine is mostly. I've never had this problem before. Um, um, hello menopause though, and mm-hmm. I sweat all night long, and I'm always rustling around like a crazy person because I don't sleep and I'm hot and I'm cold and I'm changing. Did you get and the I'm menopause nightgown I sent you? 
it was like a hundred dollars. <laughs> Fuck out of here. <laughs> Maybe if Netflix is gonna hire us, then I can afford hundred dollar night I shirts. Need, but... I need to see you in the menopause nightgown. <laughs> oh my god! If I buy it, I'm totally posting it in the group. <laughs> you know this. <laughs> but I wake up and I'm like all over the place. My hair is like matted and sticking up and crazy. It's not a good scene well, here. Mel's dad has nice hair. Oh, he's gorgeous. It's just, it's like a wave to the side. Kind of like my man, Captain Pike in the new Star Trek. Oh, he Woo. is that captain. <laughs> he is amazing. Um, you have to watch it. I know my husband loves it just like my wife does. I just You would love it. Able, I haven't seen it. I need to give it a shot, but. You would love it. All right. So we're going to start. And again, this is both episodes encompassed into one. So if you have not watched episodes 11 and 12, shut this off, go yeah. watch them, and come back. Okay. Yes. Do yourself a favor. Watch them twice. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. always catch stuff the second time around that I wouldn't have caught the first time. I have a lot to say, especially when we get to the quote-unquote Christmas show. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> okay. So... The way that I did this is by character, okay? Mm -hmm. So we'll start with Mel and Jack. However, Mm -hmm. then I have the Christmas tree contest on at the end. Okay. Does that make sense? Sure. So Mel and Jack, it's their, somehow, it is their (laughs) first Christmas together. I have no idea how this is happening. So Mel arrived there apparently only 12 months ago. Think of how long of a fucking year this has been. Bert has kicked a heroin addiction <laughs> this time. Fentanyl. Fentanyl. He has found and kicked a fentanyl addiction. And became a Christmas tree. And All in a, a year. Tree. <laughs> I love Bert. So they're pulling a tree from the woods. They're planning a big family Christmas. Suddenly Jack has all these siblings we've never fucking heard about. Right? And they talk about the coincidence that Mel's mom was banging a dude from Virgin River and Mel ended up there. And Mel says, maybe my mom talked about Virgin River or left some of the postcards around and it sank into my subconscious. Okay. (sighs) Stephanie. Come on. No. Mel's mom, if she's banging some dude on the side and getting postcards from him and leaving them around, (laughs) what are you doing? (laughs) Seriously, Mel's mom. Like, here, kids, go play with these postcards from yeah. my lover. Yeah. <laughs> like, here, kids, doing? let's learn how to read. <laughs> and the Mom. first sentence is, I miss your hot ass. Like, what? Mommy, what does vagina mean? <laughs> Mommy, what is reverse cowgirl? <laughs> oh, okay. we're sickos. So Joey and her husband and the kids show up now. I have a and question. I forgot about this. this husband existed because again it's been so long. I for, so I forget. Is that the actual husband that she's back with? Or I did she No, no, she remarried it's the new somebody. guy. Yeah. That all right, so we need to I have to break Here's this. Here's what for we a need second. to do. Here's what we need to do. We need to get eyes on Joey's kids in season one and mm-hmm. see if they're the same kids now because they would have gone through puberty and shit. No, it's insane. But another thing, how is it? That she managed to get, get divorced. divorced and get remarried mm-hmm. and meet somebody, court somebody. Children. Yep, yep. 
she introduced her children to a new dude and divorced their dad in less than a year? <laughs> what kind of parenting is that? Look, look, it happens, I'm sure. You know, oh, I'm not going to judge divorced parents. It happens. Uh, but I just want to know if those kids are the same. I just want to know. there's no way. Like, that five-year-old is, like, driving now. It's sm- ever- pulling up and lighting his smoke. And <laughs> He's buying driving. fentanyl from Bert. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, did we see those kids? Because I don't even remember seeing them. Okay, I- so in season one or two, I can't remember, Mel and her would be talking on the phone a lot, and the kids would be running around. We need eyes on those kids. Okay. All right. They probably had to recast them five times. (laughs) (laughs) So here's my thing. Now, I have been around a lot of grown men in my life. Oh, really? What person, when the kids show up at the door, I don't know, maybe it's just the men I date, the men I marry who want nothing to do with this kind of bullshit. Oh. But what kind of guys like let's go play some reindeer games and grabs the kids and takes them off and does shit what is that (laughs) i don't know what that is (laughs) my husband is the greatest babysitter that literally ever lived and i don't know if that comes from like being a teacher or just being a good human being i have no idea but timmy would be like does she have to bring her kids (laughs) that would be me Ew. Or I would be the one that sends an invitation. It's like adults only. Yeah. Eggs home. Yeah. Yeah. So Mel and uh, so they're off playing reindeer games. God only <laughs> fucking knows what that looks like. And Mel and Joey start talking about the letters. And Mel's like, uh, later, dude. Like yeah. I'm playing reindeer games here. Yeah. What are you doing? Read the room. Mm-hmm. So the date that mom. Okay. So now they're out on the porch and they're looking at the, the letters. And apparently the date that mom started corresponding with her bang buddy was right after Chloe died. So Mel's like, oh my God, they must have drifted apart. And Joey's like, but you brought them back together. Okay. Um, So Mel decides, you know what? I want to find this dude. I'm doing it. Now here's the information she has to go on. His nickname was Champ. mm Mm-hmm. And he has a P.O. box. I'm like, okay, so this should take five minutes. Yeah. That's a lot of fucking information. That is a lot more information than many adoptees have to go on. I know. But how quickly they actually did find him is insane to me. Oh, see, I think it. I think that took too long. I think all they had to do was go to Hope and be like, who's the guy in this town of 17 people that you called Champ? Champ. <laughs> That done. is true. They didn't ask her that. Why would yeah. they have asked her that? I don't know. It's so weird. She totally would have known the answer to that. That was dumb. Like, like you literally have this guy's address. <laughs> really weird. Google it. So here's a question I have. Okay. Would you seek seek out your biological father if you were Mel? Oh, 100%. Same. Okay. 110%. Yes. Same. Yeah, I just, I would never be able to not. I don't know. I have a confession. This is sick. And this might be like proof that I grew up in like a sick fucking household. I mean, not sick. I shouldn't say that, but it was toxic. Right. When I was a kid, I used to like dream up different ways of how my parents adopted me. Well, my sister had me convinced I was adopted. Oh, so my grandfather had me convinced I was adopted. He used, all right, so our pop, he was really funny. 
And we used to spend every weekend at my pop's house and like sleepovers where every weekend we would watch um, Planet of the Apes and all this Mm. fun stuff. I fucking love Planet of the Apes. We would go, yep, we would go to Montage Video and we would get Mm -hmm. our Planet of the Apes on VHS Mm -hmm. and we would stay over pops. Oh my God, it was so great. Um, Where was I going? Oh, but pop used to tell everyone the story that they found me on the top of a hill only Mm. wearing one red shoe. Oh, okay. I I was clothed. I don't mean that I was naked. Mm -hmm. I just meant Mm -hmm. I only had one shoe and it was red. And that's, and I would cry and they would tease me relentlessly and I would cry. And then it was so like I spent years not knowing if it was true or not. Yeah. (laughs) So then I think that like fucked with me. And then I would like literally try to figure it. You're making me regret that. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking great. I mean, it's sick and great at the same time. You have to understand, my grandfather was hilarious. I know, but... And this was funny shit. Okay. All right. Is he the same grandfather that when the grandmother would get mad, he would go change his shirt? No, that was my Polish grandpa. Because that was hilarious. This is my Irish Welsh grandpa. Okay. So, she has his address. This should take five seconds. But whatever, let's pretend it won't. So Jack is happy that Mel wants to look for her father. They need more grandparents for their future children. The future children are all over in this episode. All over the place. It's like Robin Brown with her angel babies. Like they're just waiting to be plucked out of the sky. I don't know what's going on. So they decide to find Hope. And instead of just saying to Hope, who'd you call champ in the town? (laughs) They have to start by finding out who the postmaster was at a certain point in time. Oh, I know. But... The writers need to make up their fucking mind. Is this a small town or is it huge? I know. Does it support a baseball team and a law firm? Or is it a tiny town where there's only six Christmas trees and the whole town is there to watch it? I know. I have no idea. I got nothing, dude. We were confused all the time. Sometimes it's 17 people. Sometimes it's (laughs) 17,000. Who knows? Sometimes the, you know, adjacent town is... Five minutes away, sometimes it feels like it's three hours away. I don't know. <laughs> Continuity is not their strong point on this show. But I love it. I love it too. So they head over to the Santa Workshop Festival that's happening in town. Of course it is. Of course. And they see Charmaine, and Charmaine is in a bad way. She's in a real bad way. Poor Charmaine. She's like, if I don't give birth to these fucking kids right now, I'm going to jump off a cliff with them. And Amy, as two women who have both carried twins, we can yes. relate hardcore yes. to yes. that feeling. She's because we were also. Do you know what I just realized? What? We were both also really big pregnant, like around Christmas time. Yeah, because my kids turn 17 tomorrow. And mine turned 21 in two weeks. Yes. yes. Wow, we're weird. Which which does not help us at tax time, No, like we say. Yes. Not anymore. It did that yep. first year, but the year they turned 17, I got screwed. <laughs> that's what's happening to me this year. Remember I was flipping out about that? Yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes. So she's, here's the thing though. She's having Braxton Hicks. I'm like, dude, you've been pregnant for nine years. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's probably real Real labor. <laughs> So Mel's like, oh, okay, Braxton Hicks right near your due date. Just give me a buzz. Something happens. 
Now they run into Hope, and she tells them that the old postmaster was Chip Cooper, who Liddy is banging. I know. And that's how adorable. What? <laughs> there is hope for all of us. Liddy is like 107, Liddy. and she is banging the shit out of Chip Cooper. And like, it's good for her. It's good for her. So she's like, oh, I know where he is. He's playing Santa at the mall. <laughs> Probably plays Santa in her bedroom. Oh, yes. They're playing all kinds of reindeer <laughs> games in Liddy's bedroom. <laughs> God, what do those games look like? We're sick. <laughs> so I watched this great, um, there's this, I'll have to put it in the Facebook group. There's this great guy who is a comedian and he looks back at like all the Gen X cartoons and shit that we grew up with. And he's like, what the fuck? Right. Oh, really? So he was, he was doing a thing on Rudolph and he's like, doesn't anybody notice? It's not the fact that the nose was red. It was the irritating fucking noise it made all the time. (laughs) 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 I was like, I was like, Yeah. That's funny. (laughs) So anyway, they track Chip Cooper down and this angry elf makes them wait in line. They wait in line. They see Santa. He says, oh, Champ was all boned up over this woman. (laughs) He would come into the post office and he'd be so excited. Right. And then (laughs) he'd be knocking people over with that boner. (laughs) And then he all of a sudden the letter stopped and they never saw him again. But you know what? He did win the 1976 Lumberjack Games. Again, oh. quick Google search. Now they got his name, Everett yeah. Coop. No. Everett no. Coop. <laughs> no. <laughs> Everett Coop was the, med- was the Surgeon General. Isn't it Everett Reed States. or Reed or something? It's Everett Reed. Reed. See, Everett Coop <laughs> was the Surgeon General of the United States. Okay. Oh, my God. So they can't. They can't find him on Google. Really? You can't find him on Google. I don't know, Hemi. He tried really hard to not be found. I guess. But, like, if you loved this woman so much and you thought she might come looking for you, why'd you try so hard not to be found? Because I don't think he thought she was going to come looking for him. I don't know. There's this dumb scene with Preach. Preach, oh. who's at the mall handing out kid, uh, toys to disadvantaged children. And all the kids are going, Preach! Preach! <laughs> oh! And Preach has a guy, and he's like, I'll find him for you. And they find him. Okay. In two seconds. Two seconds, which uh-huh. I think that took too long, I'll be honest. <laughs> okay. We had completely different takes on this. Ask it's any funny. adopted person that you know if they received like an address <laughs> of their parent. No. I know, Amy. I'm just saying. So later they track down the father, and he lives in a log cabin. And Mel's like, I'm your daughter, dude. Like, don't you know me? I'm your daughter. And he's like, no one's home. And he like runs into the house and he's cooking. I don't know. As he runs into the house. Which is dark. What does she say? What does she say? The trophy. She is somehow able to To read a tiny print on a Uh trophy that's like 20 feet away from her. In the dark. Because in okay, it's not at nighttime, but it's not well lit in this cabin. There's no way she read this. Listen, ladies of a certain age, you know what I'm talking about. You would have had to put on the cheaters or raise your glasses up. You have to find a way to see. You're not going to be able to see no. this. I I had to get transition friggin' bifocal shit this year, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I wouldn't have been able to. No. So then I have Ismel's dad a holdy. What do we think? Hell yeah. 
Okay. Of course right. he is. So, okay, you're in a bar. Okay. All right. It's you and I. You're drinking our cheap, sweet, sweet Riesling. Okay. Okay. We're a good bottle in. Mm. Okay. Okay. We're feeling good. Our husbands I'm, don't exist. They're not okay. around. Oh, they don't exist or they're not no, around? They don't exist. So we're <laughs> single. Don't. We're single. Oh, okay. Fuck. What could go wrong? What could go right is more like the question. Doc and this dude walk in. Which one do you get? Which one do I get? I will take Mel's dad. <sighs> okay. Doc is- I'm You seem really, disappointed. I'm going to be- <laughs> What the fuck? I thought I was taking one for the team. What the fuck? I'm going to be honest with you. Doc doesn't have enough of an edge for me. He doesn't for me either. I think Mel's dad seems like he may have killed a few people. I need him. Because he's a little bit like Jack. So do we fight over him? I guess we're going to have to. Wait, do we fight over any guy, dude? No, there's usually I pick the scumbag and you pick the more decent one. But right. This is like not, when, you're picking okay. the scumbag in this one. So here's what happened. Years ago, for a very brief moment in time, Amy and I fought over Mark Ruffalo. Until no. shut up, no, I'm not done. Okay. <laughs> until no. <laughs> we fought over Mark Ruffalo until we reached you- an agreement. We reached an agreement that you would go with Sean Penn because I think he's gross. And you he's dirty enough for me. You me Mark Ruffalo and you took Sean Penn. I see it a different way. I remember it happening a different way. I remember I got Robert Downey Jr. and you got Mark Ruffalo. Oh, I don't know mm-hmm. that I would have given him up. Yeah, because you would not have fought me for Sean Penn. That's an obvious. I'm taking him no matter what. Yeah, that's true. But if we were playing kickball and picking teams, we would be fighting over Mark Ruffalo and Robert Downey Jr. And you would have to pick one. I I think think you'd pick Mark Ruffalo. You're 100% right. And I misremembered that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. You're right. That's exactly what it was. I gave you RDJ. Right. And he has just enough of a problematic past to attract me. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And you guys. I'm there. So in the group over the weekend – in um, backdoor friends. In backdoor friends, we were mm-hmm. talking. I was talking with somebody about Mark Ruffalo being my soulmate. Mm-hmm. Someone else in the group said that he was also hers, and I just want you to know that I will fight you. We don't Amy use soulmate knows. anymore. We do not use soulmate anymore. It's twin flame. Twin flame. Okay, so sorry. Mm-hmm. I'll have to go mm-hmm. back and edit. Mark Ruffalo is my twin flame. We both roll in patchouli together, and mm-hmm. we're going to live on a farm. That's and fine. These animals and plants mm-hmm. and all the things. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's happening. All right. Sounds good. So Mel's dad. <laughs> We're still on this. We are he on wants a fucking tangent. <laughs> he wants nothing to do with her. And Mel's disappointed, but she's like, oh, well, maybe some good old-fashioned ice skating will cheer me up, Jack. Okay. Like, whereas you and I would be drowning this in a bottle of wine at a um, pub. Yeah. Okay. I would be calling. It would be you and me in the yes. car. Together, because yes, yes. we would only do this kind of shit together. Yes, because like, Timmy no would just be like, whatever. Yeah, and yeah. Patrick, no, it would need to be you. So just then, Charmaine calls, and she's like, mm, those Braxton Hicks, they're getting real intense. <laughs> oh, and by the way, I have a gift for you guys. Yeah, that what? was so fucking weird. It was so what weird. What was that? It was so weird. I don't know. Uh, we never saw the gift. We don't know no, what it was. she forgot it, remember? Okay. And 
we'll get to it because I made a note of this later in when they're later on. That they give her a fruitcake fruit or something? Cake. And they kind of laugh about it. So my my question was, <laughs> okay, fruitcake fruit is fucking gross. And they kind of make a joke. So did they give her the, here, take this piece of shit fruitcake because you're okay. a fucking nut okay. job and ha ha? First of all, first of all. Jack destroyed Charmaine's life, like straight up destroyed it. And then you give her a fucking fruitcake? Do you think he destroyed it, really? Yes, she says that she banged Calvin because she was pissed off at Jack. Well, I mean, he didn't And now she's her. now she's tied to Calvin with these kids. But no one makes you bang Calvin. <laughs> I didn't say me. Yes, I did say me. Yes, you did! <laughs> You know what? I, he drove her to it. He drove her to it. Okay. You don't think that Charmaine was like a little bit saucy loose or saucy? Maybe. That she so, was kind of like not real trustworthy anyhow. Listen to me. We are half an hour and we didn't even get through <laughs> Mel and Jack. So we got to move. Okay. Sorry. Somebody no. wanted a three to four hour podcast. We're giving it. Now, they get to the clinic, and Calvin is there. And Charmaine's like, when I saw him, my contractions got real intense. <laughs> okay, that's not how things work, but okay. Uh -huh. Charmaine says she's upset about Calvin being the dad. And now we get this real quick summary of yeah. how Calvin is back in the picture. Because Mel's like, isn't he supposed to be in jail? Wait, let, me be, let me be Charmaine. Okay. Well, first of all, first of all, your water breaks. Oh yeah. my God, Charmaine, your water broke. Get, oh, don't do the moaning. Don't do the I'm moaning. Doing the moaning. Oh, get on the table. Get on the right, table. I'm on the table. Charmaine, Charmaine, isn't Calvin supposed to be in jail? What the hell's going on here, dude? Oh, the craziest thing happened, Mel. The DA dropped all the charges. <laughs> wow. He's a free man. Wasn't he like a drug kingpin? He was. Well, he still is, but nobody cared, and now he's free, and he's back on the mountain, and he has claims to these babies, because they are his. Oh, my God, what am I going to do? Stop. 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 I just made myself lightheaded by doing that. I have, I have such issues when people do the moaning. I can't. I can't. All right. Listen to me. You forgot oh, the most important part. Drug well, Nana comes into this. Oh, well, I didn't get there. That's oh, what I was, okay. get, I was okay. getting to. Right. Now you see why I lied. And then Drug Nana tried to kill him. <laughs> Trady tried to kill him. And wait, he was in witness protection and he was working with the <laughs> FBI. Mike never mentioned this? Mike was never oh, like, Mike oh, Brady, we have another informant? Okay, okay. I'm going to back up for one second. Can't. A few episodes ago. Okay. When when drug Nana went down and Brady got in the fight and everything happened, right? Yeah, and Brady was like, with his phone. <laughs> no one can see me, but when he was real sly trying to stick it out of the window. If, if you remember, okay, go back to that episode. If you mm -hmm. remember, there was like a moment in time where they were freaked out because if Mike died, nobody was there to vouch that Brady was helping the yes. FBI. Okay. Mm-hmm why wasn't somebody like we have another informant like this is so fucking wrong this is so weird dude this is virgin river what do That's you true. expect mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. perfect it the went police down. work the police work in virgin river 
is problematic I at mean, best. <laughs> the police work. I mean, sometimes Jack is even like a fill-in police officer. I mean, you guys, this is just what they do. Jack it's is perfect. like Jack is like Paul Ingalls. Like they just used to let Paul enforce the law. Exactly. With no qualifications. Speaking okay. of Paul Ingalls, hang on to that note. Mm-hmm. Mm. So now we have a lot of moaning, and then mm-hmm. she has the babies. And afterwards, Doc is like, he sees Mel, and he's like, I'm so proud of you. I know. I feel like your father. I feel like I'm your dad. I and know. she's like, well, funny you bring that up. Because I was searching for my bio dad, and he rejected me flat out. And he's just like, what? I thought your dad was dead. And she's what? like, and she's like, but I want you to walk me down the aisle. Like, we're all over the map here. I, I don't know what's happening. All over the map. Okay. So we'll talk at the end about our predictions for season six, but I want you to remember all of this with the Calvin and the babies, because I feel like Please. that's going to come back into it. Please okay. do. Me too. It has to. Now we're going to scoot over to our girl, Brie. Yes. Okay. Brie is baby proof in her house for her sister, Mary, and her kids. We never heard of, never know, have no clue. Mike is there with her, this motherfucker. We all know Chippy Brady, but whatever. Mm, I'm like, anything I could do to help? (laughs) I hate you. And she goes. How fucking great is her apartment, though? Her her house is beautiful. beautiful. And she's like, yeah, keep charming the pants off my dad. And Mike's like, I'm pretty charming. And she goes, now you... I mm. love Brie. I charm love Brie. Pa- nope. Charm the pants off her mom. Well, not really, but you know. No, no, no. No, no, no. Yes. But then she goes, I've noticed and so have my pants. Oh, no. Nope. 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 I know. Nope. That, nope. Was, that was not. You say that kind of shit to Brady. You don't say that kind of shit to nerdy Mike. No. Mike's not a nerd. Mike is a total nerd. No, he's not. Total booty two shoes. Yes, he is. Oh, I don't think so. I think so. Really? So now Mary's stuck in Boston. She can't come. Hmm. Uh, Jack and Bree's dad shows up, and he's like, "Your motherfucking mother." <laughs> <laughs> His dad. This I, father- I, I have written in my notes. Your fucking mother is such a bitch. that is not at all what he said it's not but in my notes i wrote the way jack's father talks to him is really disturbing there's there's some real dad issues here this dad is not good these parents are terrible parents amy both of them a little better i like that she's hanging out with this artist javier well javier javier I do too, but she's Javier's hot. Javier's super hot. And I, if I was that mom, I would have chosen Javier over that dick bad dad too. But 100%. let me tell you something. These parents are both super toxic. They're so classic, like 80s parents. You so yeah. know they are. Yeah. The dad, mm-hmm. like, oh, mm-hmm. I, hate, I hate everything about it. I hate mm-hmm. the way he talks to these kids, to Jack yeah, he's and He's a dickbag. Is so triggering. I don't yes. even know why, because my father was not this way, but I hate it. Well, dad is like, I'm leaving if that fucking hippie joker sticks around. Like, he's Fuck a real. You. So mom has brought Javier, her new artist boyfriend, who's a total holdy, yeah. to Christmas. And dad is really upset about this. And again, okay. here's another mom 
introducing her kids to random dudes at Christmas in Virgin River. What the fuck? Uh, okay. Joey and Jack's mom are going in the mom trash pile. No, Bree and Jack, not Joey and Jack. Joey no, is Joey is also there. going in the trash pile. Joey. Oh, Joey. Okay, I got you. And I understand Jack's what you're saying. Mom because of the kids. Going okay. the, yes, not yes. So now Bree is at the ice skating place and she runs into Brady and like you could cut the sexual tension with a knife. Mm-hmm. It's there. I don't oh, blame there. her. Brady I mean, it's who is girlfriend free and instead of like taking his hot ass down to the bar and picking up some chick he's hanging out at santa's workshop by himself like all grown 40 year old men do when they have the time off but he's not girlfriend free he's clearly in a relationship with lark yeah but she's gone oh my god i have dated such toxic men <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> I feel like I need to put a disclaimer. Wife's out of town, so he needs to go fuck around. I know. I'm like, what are you talking about, you psychopath? He's enjoying the spirit of Christmas, Amy. This is Virgin River. Okay. Okay. I want to put. I feel like I need to put a disclaimer out before people start coming for me about the mom thing. Okay. My throwing shade at moms introducing kids to potential, like to partners, is Mm -hmm. deeply rooted in my own childhood trauma. My mother mm-hmm. is on like her fifth or sixth husband. I have so many stepfathers. I truly can't count. The, I I honestly don't know. It's five or six. Understood. I was this kid whose mother always had a new guy. That's where it comes from. I'm truly okay. not really okay. throwing shade on okay. people. I'm just, it's my own shit coming out. I just want to put that out there. We totally accept that. Okay. Okay. Because you and know you someone's also, not going to. And you've also been in the position of introducing your kids to a new man. Yes. And I was psychotic yes. about it yes. because yes. of how I grew up. Right. Right. Hey, everyone. Stay tuned. Little Miss Recap will be right back after these words. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. You guys know I'm a huge fan of therapy, but what you may not know is you don't need to be in crisis to get help. See, we all carry around stressors, big and small, whether it's stuff at work, stuff with our kids, caring for our parents, even navigating friendships. Therapy is a safe place to work through those challenges. Therapy has also been a lifeline as I parent my teenage daughters. Working through some of my own stuff has made me a better mom. If you're thinking of starting Give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and it's designed to fit your schedule. BetterHelp matches you with a licensed therapist who fits your needs. And you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Little Miss Recap today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Little Miss Recap. So Bree reminds Jack, okay, so Bree and Jack sit their parents down and they're like, you got to work this shit out. Like, this is too much. 
And later they're getting the table set up at the bar. And I just wrote, how does everyone have the entire week of Christmas off in this town? Well, no one works. Like if you're Jack, I mean, my husband was in the restaurant business. You don't shut your restaurant down for a night, let alone a couple days. But in Virgin River, Amy, no one really works. The town pretty much runs itself. That's true. That's because true. Jack is a mm-hmm. jack of all trades, truly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, he's a firefighter. He's a cook. He's a war veteran. He's a and dad. Mel's at the clinic. He's, like, yeah. uh, we'll give you free health care. Doesn't matter yeah, to me. Doesn't matter. Okay. I don't need to get paid. <laughs> so Bree reminds Jack that he bailed on their family as a young man. And Jack's like, I went to fucking war, dude. I didn't just like fuck off to California. Uh And Bree says, look, I know you had issues with dad because he's a big dick bag, but you could have come home. And Jack says, home is the place you spend half your life trying to escape and the rest of your life trying to get back to. And that hit me in the guts. It kind of hit me in the gut too. Because for the last well, for a while now. Um, this has nothing to do with anything, and I'm not trying to be like a Debbie Downer. Mm. But I've had some losses recently, um, deaths of mm-hmm. people that I'm close to. Mm-hmm. And this time of year always makes me very like nostalgic. My grandmother died around this time and like a couple Mm -hmm. of days is the anniversary of her death and like Mm -hmm. Christmas was always a big deal when my kids were little because my dad spent every Christmas here and it was just great and I've Mm -hmm. been like really really missing my dad and I don't know what is happening to me is this like a middle age thing like maybe people in the group can help me out but I have been so I don't want to say like depressed because it's not depression it's like but an emotionalness, I, right? Yes, I am yeah. so. I'm feeling super it too. Emotional mm-hmm. this year, more so than I feel like I've been ever. Did you that, like, hear our episode of Let Us Pray? I started crying. I have in the middle yet. of the episode because <laughs> I, I had to turn that off because it's too. Rough. I'm I'm still getting through it, but it See, was too deep, and I had to turn it off. But it's so bizarre, dude. Like I can't stop thinking about my family and thinking about Christmases mm-hmm. when I was a little kid and missing that, which is so weird. Cause I'm well, not- it's interesting because the quote hit me in a different way. It hit mm-hmm. me, but it hit me in terms of like, and you know this about me, my okay. entire life, I wanted to move out of this area. I know. Move, 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 get away. And I never could mm-hmm. for various reasons. Mm-hmm. And I feel like now I'm finally at that second part of that quote. Mm-hmm. Where I'm like, you know what? This is my home and I love it here. Dude, and that restlessness has mm-hmm. dissipated. Yeah. It's like I I've come that. to terms with the fact that this is where I'm going to live now. Well, it's about fucking time because as your wife, <laughs> I have been struggling with you threatening to leave me for our entire mm-hmm. marriage. Mm-hmm. People I'm are going to think Portland, we're really married. I'm going to Seattle. We are, Because we, we bicker I'm- like wives. <laughs> Yeah, and sisters. I mean, we're mm-hmm. clearly sister wives. Um, but yeah, that's like the exact same thing that happened to me. Like something changed in me mm-hmm. where I went from, because don't, like I bet, you know, we've talked a little bit about my, I just did, my tumultuous childhood. Mm-hmm. But holidays, especially like Thanksgiving and Christmas, were always good times in my family. Yeah, that's and, very common when people have had childhood trauma, yeah. the holidays 
and it's, it could go either way. The job, yeah. the holidays are sometimes terrible, but no. also sometimes that's like the only moment in time where there was peace and togetherness. And, and that's yeah. exactly what it was in my house. So yeah. Christmas, like Thanksgiving, Christmas, this time of year has always been like a big deal for me. But for many years of my adult life, I spent time like hating my childhood and looking back mm-hmm. at it with such mm-hmm. disdain and like, ugh, you know, until very recently when I'm like, okay, like it's, it wasn't that bad. I mean, it right. was, but like, you know what I'm right. trying to say? I'm yeah. going on way too long. No, I get God it. Damn. I get it. I get it. Let's scoot on over to Hope, Doc, Danny, Doc, Denny, and Lizzie. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> These fucking weirdos. Speaking they of They like, said my favorite line of the whole episode. Oh, did they? Can I say it? Yeah. Eggnog without rum is just Christmas custard. Cheers. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. So we, I, not that I disagree with that, but I love eggnog. How do you feel about eggnog? Me too. I drank it all weekend. Oh, I love it. So Hope is all like, where the fuck is our eggnog? This is how we open on them. And Lizzie comes in with a tray. Yeah. She is serving them now. What is, is this part of her job as the assistant to the mayor? It's weird, isn't it? It's weird. So Hope and Doc are super excited about the baby. Go ahead, what? No, I was just saying, she's still being like caretaker. It's weird. But not, it's weird. weird. Yeah. For some reason, we feel the need to talk about Connie a lot and explain that she's out of town. I have no idea why. I looked up to see if the actress had passed. I know. She did so no. I don't know what's going on here. Maybe okay. she just couldn't film. I don't know. I don't know. But they made a point. But like we don't, she wasn't integral to the story, so we wouldn't have missed her. But no, okay, but whatever. she's integral to the show and like Christmas is such a big deal. I guess. Dude, so Lizzie's- there's a Christmas tree decorating contest, of course Connie would be there. Lizzie's mom is coming to town and she's going to drop the big baby mom on her. And it's- Lizzie's like, mom is super judgy. Mom's a but, bitch. But she's finally proud of me. So, like, this is going to set some of that progress back. Big and time. Hope is like, look, you got to tell her. I'm starting to think Hope is real toxic because <laughs> Hope is like, you better fucking tell her because I can't keep my mouth shut more than two minutes. No, and I appreciate this about Hope. She's totally toxic, but she's <laughs> learning her boundary. Like, she knows her fine line. It's and true. that was her way of saying, I'm going to blow this on you if you don't do it yourself. Yes. So later Lizzie's mom shows up and she's frazzled because it's been a travel day and she's in a pissy mood and Lizzie's like, okay, not the right time. Lizzie knows how to read a room. She does. She's like, not the right time. Not the right time. She does. So later Doc and Denny are getting the stuff ready for the Christmas tree contest and Doc is all nervous about his clinical trial. And Denny's like, I'm here if you need to talk. And Doc says, "Um, are you going to get the baby tested in utero for Huntington's disease? And Denny says, we decided not to because we decided, like, we're keeping the baby and we're going to raise it the same regardless if it has Huntington's or not. Okay. Right. Later, Lizzie and Hope are at the musical and they're talking about the baby and Lizzie's like, who do I look to for help? Like, mom influencers on TikTok? Like, I don't have any support. And Hope goes... I don't know what those words mean. <laughs> I appreciated that. I know. I know. But she I, said, just love your baby and you'll be fine. And just then mom walks up and she yep. overhears it and she flips out. Of course, Hope blew the secret. Because Hope has a big fucking mouth. She's mm-hmm. toxic. Oh, I love her though. I know you do. So the next day, Hope and Doc are having an elaborate breakfast with waffles shaped like Christmas shapes 
And poor Lizzie, this pregnant teenager, sits down and she just wants to eat her fucking breakfast. But Hope shames her into going over to her mom. And, like, you can't even let her eat breakfast. Uh -uh. She's like, Hope's literally like, here, let's reenact it. Okay, you be Lizzie. Here I am. Hey, everybody, here's the uh, waffles shaped like Christmas hats. Oh, God, I'm so hungry. I'm just going to stuff my Lizzie, face now that I'm pregnant. I don't have to. Oh, I can't talk about this. Now that I'm pregnant and I can just eat whatever I Lizzie, want. I'm Lizzie, Lizzie, did that. you talk to your mother? I'm so hungry. Well, oh, these waffles are oh, so Lizzie, good. Hope. Lizzie, I think it's a good idea that you talk to your mother, don't you? Hope, do you know how good I, these waffles are and how hungry I am now that I'm pregnant and I can eat whatever I want? I'm now not going to start to eat. There. Now you have to start to eat. Lizzie, I thought you were going to talk to your mother. I need to finish my breakfast. I have a baby. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here right now. All right. All right. I'm going to just scoot over to the fridge and make you an elaborate breakfast burrito to go. Um, (laughs) All right. I mean, I like burritos, but I'm going to keep chewing on this waffle till that burrito is ready. Why would you not let this poor girl eat? Because she's hope. She's hope. All right. Anyway. It's hopeless. <laughs> so Lizzie goes over to Connie's where mom is sitting in some attic bedroom. And mom's like, you're still a teenager. And Lizzie's like, look, it takes a village. And I got one here. I got mm-hmm. one. Lizzie says she wants Denny to be able to see their child grow up. And Lizzie says, look, mom, I know you're a career person, but I want to be a mom. And I want you to be a part of this. And mom says, you know what? If it's what you want. I'll fake support for you. Right. That's the best I can do. But I'm a little confused by what she says. If we waited, he wouldn't be able to see his kids grow up. Well, what? If you waited two years, this one would only be two. That's not grown up and married. Like, what is she talking about? Yeah. Like, she could have waited two or three years. I think Denny's got the ticking clock of Huntington's. And well, is not expected to live to like 50 or 60. So like they want this kid to be an adult by the okay. time that clock so ticks out. As someone that admittedly doesn't know a ton about Huntington's, I know it's like a neurological deterioration, but is mm-hmm. he symptomatic? I know it is, but I don't that's what know. I don't understand. Like we He's know not, he but has- I think that's inevitable. Do you know or what I mean? Is he just a carrier? Like, I don't know how it works. I don't know how that works either. Um, But I I think that it's inevitable that he will begin to show symptoms. Mm. And I don't think you can just be a carrier. Okay. I don't know. I don't don't know know. either. I know that a lot of people on Timmy's... So Timmy's mother has a sister who married into a family. So her... Timmy's, like, uncle-in-law... Um, or great uncle has a bunch of it in his family and all his kids are like in their fifties and they're all in bad shape. Oh, really? Yeah. Like I, I don't, there's no cure, right? No, I did not. No, I know that. I just meant the way she said, if we waited, he wouldn't be able to see his kids grow up. Huntington's disease is a rare inherited disease that causes the progressive back breakdown or degeneration of nerve cells in the brain Mm -hmm. has a wide impact on a person's functional abilities and usually results in movement, thinking, cognitive and psychiatric disorders. What is the Mm -hmm. life expectancy? Huntington's disease is a condition that stops parts of the brain from working. It's usually inherited. It gradually gets worse over time and is usually fatal after a period of up to 20 years. Mm. Wow. 
So it typically starts in a person's 30s or 40s. So maybe he's not symptomatic yet. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so stage one is zero to eight years from illness onset. Then you have like a stage two, a stage three. Yeah, so there's five stages of it, and it can take a lot of time. Okay. That's sad. It's really sad. So I wonder how he found out he had it. I think his father had it, or his mother had it died. Mm -hmm. So he was probably genetically tested for it. Okay, but so that's what's weird, though. So, so he knows that he has it, mm-hmm. but he's opting not to know if his child does. Wouldn't you want? I don't know. That's I wouldn't want for me. I wouldn't want to know. I don't know if I would either. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like, of course, part of me would want to know. Part of me would not want to know. But as somebody that had it, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, Virgin River is bringing an ethical question here. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure there are people who are like, I would not want to know. Like, I feel like that, but there, I'm mm-hmm. sure there are people who are like, you owe it to that kid to know. I know. Yeah, and I don't know where I fall because I don't know. Thank I know. God I've never had to know. So let's get back to the important stuff okay, of uh, Doc looking for some cr- Christmas tree decorations. <laughs> and he finds a wedding album and he's like, you know what? While I can still see with these little peepers, I'm going to remarry Hope because I want to see her again on my wedding day. Aww, there we go cute. how mm-hmm. about those photos the photos he was Were amazing not. i know so was she yeah so he get, also gives denny the envelope with the sex of the baby in it which pissed me off i need to say as a Why? doctor that envelope should have gone to lizzie oh really she's the doesn't mother ma- it doesn't matter yes but what if denny opened the envelope and lizzie didn't want him to they should have like, I don't know. I just feel like. Well, that's up to Denny to talk to Lizzie about. But is it Doc's decision? <laughs> he gave them a fucking sealed envelope. They can do whatever no, they want with it. He didn't give it to them. I'm talking about a HIPAA violation here, everybody. <laughs> what if? What? I don't no. know if HIPAA's in place here. This is your great grandfather running all these tests or your grandfather running all these tests. I don't know what's, what HIPAA rules if, have been violated. If Mel had that envelope, she would not have given it to Denny. She would have known as the to give patient, it to the patient. Give okay. it to the patient. Okay. I'm sorry, Doc is crossing all kind of HIPAA violations here. <laughs> and we also, to- how weird would it be to have like your great grandfather? Well, your your grandfather, your great. Well, yeah, but your, your grandfather, grandfather, in-law. yeah, in law in your veg. That's a little no. weird. Although mm-hmm. I bet it's I'd want Mel. Mel delivering that baby. Yeah. Yeah. It, it just, it really annoyed me that Doc took it upon himself to do that because okay. he's not the doctor. The, of she, all the things in this show, Jenny, that's what you're sticking with? Jenny is not the patient. <laughs> yes. Because as okay. somebody that spent nine years working in a doc, like for a doctor, this is mm-hmm. fucked up and I don't like it. Okay. Speaking of fucked up and I don't like it, let's scoot over to the Christmas show. <laughs> Before we do, can we qu- quickly talk about Doc and Hope and Denny and Lizzie all in matching pajamas? Because that I was can't. so fucking I great. can't with this. I can't with this. Amy, you know you what? Know- I'm going to tell you something. I'm no. going to say something and I don't want you to be offended. Okay. But I'm going to say something to you. Uh-huh. This has your family's energy all over it. Yeah, I it can see four of you in matching pajamas with your um Amy. it's a tradition with your son's girlfriends 
10 years from now in your house decorating your tree. That happens now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I can we see have it. been in matching pajamas since my kids were babies. And now Patrick does it. Two Christmases ago, I bought matching pajamas for my family, mm-hmm, Sarah's mm-hmm. family, my in-laws. And when I made them wear them to Christmas Day dinner. You're not going to find that over here. No, I'm You're not going to find T-Arch in matching pajamas. You have to understand I am Father Christmas. Like Christmas is my fucking jam. My I've finished my Christmas shopping already. My tree has been decorated. Everything Go is wrapped. Go to this Christmas show. I'm still on the pajamas. This, this <laughs> oh, is we need so to move lovely. on. It's been an hour. Okay. So Bert is oh, real pissed off that he has to be the Christmas tree. Oh Bert, <laughs> we love you, Bert Mater. We love you, Mater. Now. <laughs> My boy, Bert. Muriel and Cam (laughs) are the stars of this show, which is a production that consists of one Mm. song and Cam aggressively throwing around a five-year-old. It was so great. (laughs) And it's so funny, too, because all they have talked about is Muriel's singing and dancing abilities. And she's not great, you guys. I mean, she's good for Virgin River, I guess. But him, so Lark's daughter is dressed like a snowflake, and he's just whipping her around. Hazel. aggressively. Or basil, rather. He's throwing that basil all over the salad. It's it's (laughs) wild. And the whole town is there. All 17 or 17,000. And I'm thinking to myself... I would have stood up and been like, why am I wasting my time on this shit? No, I would have been okay. out back with Bert trying to score some fentanyl because you know I hate kids. <laughs> I would never have gone to this. So after the show, Bree and Jack's dad takes off. He's like, I'm going back to Sacramento because yeah. of Javier. Yeah, and okay. I'm like, fuck off, fucker. Mm-hmm. Trash We also added. learned that Mike has been called to work. So you know in Amy Archer's law here, if he's out of town... Bree can do whatever she wants, apparently. (laughs) Fuck. You guys, don't listen to Amy. Backdoor friends. Cam is is stunned when his ex-fiance, Michelle, shows up with her little 12-step program. And she's like, I'm on step eight. I'm making amends. Okay. Okay. Let me talk to you about this. Okay, let's. Try to remember somebody you loved in your life that you never married, but somebody that you loved. Okay? I married both the people I loved, so. (laughs) Maybe a boyfriend that you were serious about but didn't love. Okay? Oh. Or like you didn't didn't get married, right. But a boyfriend that you were very into. Mm, Okay? I don't have many of those. (laughs) Imagine this person comes to you. I married married both people. I have never dated. (laughs) i haven't okay all right let's let's, i'm just kidding hypothetically let's pretend all right go back to your teenage years think about somebody okay i've got somebody somebody comes to you and they're like look i know i've hurt you i was an alcoholic i'm in recovery i'm not here for anything i'm just saying to you that i i want to apologize and i know i've destroyed you how could you be so cold to say it's a little too late, a little too little, isn't it? 
Um, no, it fucking isn't. Cam. Because motherfucker, this happened to me with my ex-husband. No, no, no. That doesn't count because you had like kids together. That He hurt you in ways that go way beyond what happened here. But Amy, he was engaged to marry this woman. They had a very different relationship than somebody I fucking dated in high school. They didn't I even disagree get with down you. the aisle. I disagree. I'm just saying when somebody's an addict and they're in recovery, don't kick them while they're fucking down. No, I agree with you that you shouldn't, but I am telling you as somebody who's been on the receiving end of that, that's a really hard thing to do. It's a hard thing. Look, if I were in your situation and that person hurt my children, no forgiveness. But if it was like, like, I kind of feel this way about my ex-husband. You know what I mean? Like. I'm just kind of like, okay, dude, it was rough and you're sorry and it's fine. But I also don't think it was that long ago. He had just broken up with her when he moved to Virgin River, which was, what, three months ago? <laughs> what did he because he, he hasn't Virgin? been there the whole That's time. That's true. That's true. It's, I'm forgetting the timeline. He's, only, he's been there for three seasons, but really it's been like a week. Truly, right? yes. <laughs> All right. Because we'll agree to disagree on this. Hold the last episode before this one was called Labor Day. So three months have mm. passed since mm. Labor Day. And mm -hmm. Cam was there. Like, he's literally been here for four months. I just feel like it was hard to watch. Like, somebody is coming to you there. I don't know. They've, I get like, it. I think recovery is so hard. and It I, is hard. But I just also... appreciate people who attempt it. And I would be like, even if he said something like, look, I'll you know, there's a part of me that will always remember how bad you hurt me, mm -hmm. but I'm glad that you're on the path to recovery and consider this between us done. Yeah. And I agree with you that that's what you would want to do. I just know I'm speaking from experience that it didn't go. It doesn't, you're <laughs> not there. Okay. If you haven't gone to like, what is that alcohol or what? Al-Anon. Al um, mm -hmm. You don't know how to do this. No one go, teaches you how go to, to Al-Anon, dude. If go you're living with an alcoholic, go to Al-Anon. It's amazing. Please. So at the tree decorating ceremony, Cam. Okay, are you ready for this? More Cam. More Cam. Ridiculousness. Can I admit something? I keep uh -oh. fucking this up. You. Uh -oh. Everybody hates me right go now. Go ahead. I know. I've go been talking ahead. way too much on this episode. No, go I'm ahead. Sorry. I think Cam looks a little handsome. Cam is not gross. Okay, I don't. I've so. come a long way on yeah, him. Me too. I hated him at first because he too. was all like, "Mel, Jack's not the right one for you." Yeah, but, but I since think they Muriel, dialed that back a little bit. Yeah, since he started banging Muriel, I kind of like him. I think so too. I think it's his approximation to Muriel, our favorite the character. Sun coming through your window looks really beautiful right now. Oh, thank you. On my okay. end, because it's like shimmery. It looks yeah. really pretty. So Cam tells Muriel about his ex being in town and wanting to get back together and start a family. And Muriel, Muriel goes. Are you ready for this one? I know we haven't talked about this, but I don't want children. What? What? <laughs> I looked it up. The actress is 60. Was this really on the table? Was this really on the table? I know. I know, Amy. And I Cam know. actually goes, I wasn't sure. But you know what? I am good with a family of two. Like, I'm good with just us. Yeah. Okay. In the books, Muriel is 56. Okay? Yeah, so even still... if we go with the books, she's not getting pregnant at 56, Cam. Unless it's like 
one of those situations which has already happened in Virgin River with What's-Her-Face, who got pregnant with Chloe. Thought she was in menopause. She was in her 40s. This is different. (laughs) This is way different. They wanted us to believe she was in her 40s. Are you ready to go over to preach or what? Are you ready for preach? Can we... Can we do it real fast? Because I can't. Thank God we haven't seen a lot of him. Thank He's God. on the phone with Paige. He tells her he sent Christopher a drum set. Stuff. Preach! <laughs> Preach and Kaya are doing some kind of toys for Kaya. Kaya. <laughs> I can't even look at him. Preach loves helping unfortunate kids. And Kaya says, you know, one of my family traditions is we do the polar plunge for Christmas. Like what? I know. So they plunge and he tells Kaya, you're lucky I love you. And she's like, what? You love me? Later, Um, we learn that she took a job. Wait a minute. You are going a little too fast. (laughs) Slow down, Amy. Later, we we learn she took a job as the Virgin River Fire Chief because, of course, she did. Of course, she did. Um, Mm -hmm. We need to talk about his body for a second. His body's smoking, dude. That hot ass body. But his face is so punchable. I know, but if you just look at him from like the nose down. Like they don't, these writers don't know what to make of him. They have him legitimately murdering someone and burying the body. And then he's all dedicated to Toys for Tots. Like what is it? Which is it? I know. Okay. All right. Can we go to Brady, please? Please Please, go over to Brady. Okay. Let's do it. Because... This is the angel on the fucking Christmas tree for me. Go on, Amy. Brady can skate, and it's like a Mario Lemieux yeah. situation. He is skating like uh, oh, he's like triple Lindy in it. All over he the place. is amazing. Like, mm-hmm. is it Brian Boitano? Is he a skater? What would Brian Boitano? <laughs> Wasn't that like an SNL skit? What would Brian Boitano do? Or was it? What is that show? Oh, he is a figure skater. South Park. Okay. South Park. It's South Park. That's it. Okay. What would Brian Boitano do? Do you remember that? Or yes, am I totally yes. making that up? No, I'm seeing the st- the South Park animation okay. In, okay. in when I Google his name. So Brian Boitano. Okay, so he's figure skating. It's hot. And he's like. <laughs> it's not that hot. He, he tells, he tells what's her name? Lark. Lark. That he's getting some money from the Emerald Lumber Insurance. Mm-hmm. Okay. I thought Calvin owned that. Now he's alive. So Lark says, when I met you, I was living in a tent growing weed with my daughter. And look what you've done for me. Mm-hmm. Like now I'm skating. I'm skating okay. in right. Virgin River. After I'm the show. i the anymore. After I'm the, with the real people. After the aforementioned show where Cam is whipping around that snowflake, Brady gives... Uh, what's her name? Basil. He gives mm-hmm. her some flowers, and she goes, Can "Oh, Brady." Yeah, go ahead. Oh, Brady, you didn't have to. <laughs> she goes, "You shouldn't have." Or you shouldn't have. All way right. More sophisticated for a yeah. six-year-old than uh-huh. it needs to be. Yeah, I was like, "What?" So now is she want- is is Basil in on the joke? Maybe. Well, she wanders off. Lark and Basil go wandering off. And what does he do? He makes a beeline for his true love, Brie, who's standing across the room. Okay. I mean, if I saw a chunk of Brie standing across the room, I would beeline for it, too. I'd beeline for her, too. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So she's like, you are quite the stepdad. And he's like, no, 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 no. Nope, nope, nope. I mean, not a single guy like me who just hangs out at Santa's workshop. I'm way (laughs) too cool to be a stepdad. 
And he's like, although Lark does want me to meet her mom, but I don't know. I don't know what's going on. And Bree's like, I'm very happy for you, but let me guess, you're not happy for me. And and Brady's like, no, I'm not fucking happy for you. You're married to that narc, Mike, the goody two-shoes, or you're with them, whatever. They're not married. Now mom slides up to Bree, and she's like, whoa, you're a slutty girl, girl, because you got two guys looking at you the way Javier looks at me. Yes. (laughs) So now mom says she was kissing Javier under the mistletoe. Mm -hmm. Do you think Javier did a little reach around, a little boob grab, Mm -hmm. something more, right, than just a kiss? Mm, um, I would hope so. Yeah. Because he's hot. I would hope he did a little reach around on me. (laughs) She said dad berated her in public. Like where? (laughs) Where in public? Why aren't the cameras on this? (laughs) Right? That's exactly what I thought. When did this happen? At the tree ceremony? At well, Santa's she, workshop? So she did the best thing she could, and she's like, guess what, motherfucker? We're moving in together. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. Now we're going to go, after an hour and 10 minutes, now we're going to go to the Christmas tree decorating contest. The end of the episodes. Okay. All right. So Bird is the host. They light the trees up. Bird has a lot of hosting duties in this town. Bert is they're putting a lot of pressure just, on him. They're gonna drive him back to drugs. They are because he's he's Virgin Rivers grandpa. Yes. And he's tired. He's towing trucks all the time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Lizzie's mom shows up and she's talking with Hope, and mom's like, I'm jealous of the bond that you have with Lizzie. Deirdre is the mom's name. And Hope's like, is. but she'll call you because she'll need all this advice. And Deirdre's basically like, Look, dude, we had nannies. I didn't fucking feed this kid. I had nothing to do with this kid. I know. So She's, I don't know how I can help her. I hate this mother. I know. I don't like her either. I hate her. So then Lizzie and Denny show up and they tell them they're having a girl. Okay. That kid's going to be cute. Yeah, it's going to be real cute. Even okay. though I fucking hate Denny with like the heat of a thousand suns. <laughs> do you remember? Guys, go back to like episode two when I said he was a good Every time he comes on screen, I think of when you said that. I'm not even kidding you, Amy. I think of it and I giggle every time because How I'm like, bad. what the fuck was she watching? How bad is this cast if I think he's a good actor? <laughs> okay. He's so bad. All right. So Bree approaches Brady. Mm-hmm. Lark is away. So, you know, it's bang time. Yep. And Amy's he's like, world. He's like, look, I was sitting home and I was just thinking about Christmas and I needed a little Christmas cheer. So I came to the Christmas thing and they talk about her parents and Brady says, it's hard watching someone you love move on. And she's like, yes, it is. And then they're just about to make out. And here comes Narc Jack. Oh, hello, everybody. And I'm like, I can't even fucking believe. Do you really? Do you really think they were going to make out? Yes. Oh, I don't know. Yes. Yes, okay. they were going to okay. make out. Mm-hmm. Well, in Amy's world. We need, Dad- that's it. Any, that's it. We need like a sound for Amy's world. You need to come up with a button because we I'll have to button. button our way to Amy's world. It'll be like this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Jack's, Jack and Bree's parents are there. They've made up. Dad has met Javier and he likes him. Who fucking cares? Let's move forward. Mm-hmm. Muriel and Cam are walking through the light tunnel and Muriel and tells this. them 
I want you to consider the kid thing. Like all I want for Christmas is for you to really think about it. And, you know, I, I know I can have kids. I just don't want them right now. Okay. <laughs> what? Doc proposes to Hope again and they win the contest. Of course they did because they'd had to. If she didn't win, I was going to be so pissed. Jack and Mel break into the ice skating rink and they skate a little bit. And then we see Preach and Kaya, and he shows her that it's snowing out. Kaya. Okay. Now, the next morning, this is all the setup for season six that we need. Next morning, people are getting gifts. Lark and Brady, we see them strolling outside. Lizzie gets her Mama Glamma shirt. They all meet at the bar. They're eating. Mel and Jack get home, and he gives her a puppy named pony and i want to punch it right out of his face it's so cute it's i love that dog i want to eat it and i took a photo of jack holding the puppy so that i could post it in the group and show everybody that a real perfect man exists just give me a hot guy with a puppy what i wrote great now i'll never be able to watch this show again with my dog in the room because now there's (laughs) a fucking puppy involved My dog, Nelly, guys, barks at everything that moves on the TV that is not human. Everything. And my dog, Josie, barks at just everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Everything. The wind. So Brady and Lark are playing checkers in his bedroom above the bar. And Lark gets a phone call. And she leaves. And she's all like, Hazel's good. And Brady doesn't suspect a thing. And we see, I had to look up who this guy was because it's been so long. This is Calvin's right-hand man, Jimmy. And we find out that Jimmy is Basil's father. We don't know. No? Yes? He says, how's my baby doing or something? And she's like, oh, Hazel's. Okay, I didn't clock that. But okay, makes sense. Makes sense. Calvin and Jimmy, just, you know, father and children all over Virgin River. I could be wrong, but I that's I'll have to go back and rewatch, but that's it makes what sense. I that's what I took from it. Yeah, because why would he ask about her kid? Right. Right. I'm she sure says, he's not just some caring guy, like, how are no, you and your family? No, no. This drug <laughs> okay, fucker yeah. is not giving You're a shit right. in jail, shanking people. Preach gets a call from Mike saying they've identified the body of the guy that he killed Whoa. and they're about to be fucked because it's going down. Now so Wales, wait, Mike, Mike knows about the, the murder, yes. right? Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I couldn't remember. So Mel's dad shows up and he's like, you look so much like your mom. And I was overwhelmed. And I didn't lie. I'm just not that man anymore. And then he goes, BT dubs, I'm your father. I'm here now. I brought a stack of letters from your mother so you could hear her voice one more time. Also, I have something important to tell you. Cut to black. Uh-huh. What? What? what sir? What is sir. it? What is sir. it? You do not show up like that, sir. We need to have a conversation. Do you think? Okay, so let's talk. Let's talk season six. So, oh my god, we know that Mel and Jack have to end up with children. Mm-hmm. Are they going to end up with Charmaine's kids, or are they going to end up with Denny and Lizzie's kid? I know. If they end up with Denny and Lizzie's kid, I think it's going to be because something happens to Denny. Hmm. 
But then yeah, but I'm like, not young. Sure. Yeah, he's got time. And then I'm not sure too, because Lizzie's really excited about this pregnancy. So mm-hmm. I don't think she's in a situation where she's grappling with whether or not to keep it. Like I think, I think something's going to happen to Charmaine. They're going to have to take the boys in and that sets up the conflict of them always trying to protect their kids from Calvin. Right. But I also. They could have six seasons on that. I also think there's a possibility that, why can't I remember her name? Lily. Lily's daughter. Yes. Chloe. Is going to come back with Chloe because Mm -hmm, she's, mm -hmm. was whipped off to like Boston or whatever the hell. I don't remember for a job or something. And I think, is it possible that her high powered career now is going to leave it so that she can't take care of Chloe anymore. And she's going to want to live her own life. And Chloe is going to end up with Jack now. I see what you're saying, but I don't know what the future, like if I'm just looking at from a writer's point of view and that's too neat of a bow. Right. Do you know what I mean? About Virgin River. Like it needs to be, there needs to be future conflict with this kid. Oh no, I know for sure. So I think they would be fighting Calvin because I think Charmaine maybe has a will where she puts in it that she wants the kids to go to Mel and Jack or something. And write off Charmaine. I think Charmaine goes away because what ties does she have? Fuck, you're right. And I think think Mel and Jack spend the next couple seasons like fighting Calvin for their kids. Mm. That's just my opinion. If I'm a writer, that's where the richest material is. But who knows? You're probably Um, right. I mean, I'm not a writer and I don't know shit. So what do we see? What do we see happening with Hope and Lizzie and Doc and like what's happening there? What is their future setup? I don't know. Are they going to be like just raising a baby and doing all that stuff? I I don't know. Like being grandparents and he's slowing down because of the clinical trial and his eyesight. Like, I don't know. (laughs) Like they don't really have a storyline. They don't. But that's why I think they're kind of maybe he's going to back off the clinic. I think Mel's going to do more work at the clinic. And I think Mm -hmm. Doc is just going to be being grandpa. Hmm. That's and be getting important. shots in his eyeballs. You know what you could... Oh, no, you can't do that. I was going to say maybe Doc can run for mayor, but Hope's mayor. Hope's mayor, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, like, Hope's... Oh, maybe Doc starts cheating on Hope with Grandma Rose. Mm. You think? Maybe. He's not. Not <laughs> after he just proposed and spilled his love. Maybe no. Hope dies. Somebody needs to die. I think it's going to be Charmaine. I think so, too. And then we see where Preach, you know, he's going to get thrown in jail for murder and I'm happy about it. Good. Goodbye. Do we want Paige and Christopher to make a comeback? No. No. (laughs) I never want to see them again. No. You don't want to see how Christopher grows up? Are Brady and Brie going to get back together? I think they are. And then she's going to, he's going to get in trouble again or something. And she's going to think that, look at this piece of shit. So here's a question I have. Okay. How the fuck does Brady end up getting fooled again? How? Well, here, here's a question I have. What is Jimmy's plan? Like, no, what is his plan? It. Is it to get Lark to fall in love with him or to get him to fall in love with Lark and then she takes all of that insurance money? Or is it to just get him killed? Like, right. I don't know. Is I it to understand. kill him? I don't know. Is it just to fuck with him? I don't know. So either. many questions. I don't know either. When is she going to get pregnant and try to pin it on Brady? 
but it's really Jimmy's. And then she'll, oh, here, here, here. Let me go back to my guiding light, edge of night, as the world turns, training as a child. Okay, I have a little bit of it. He's going to impregnate Lark. Lark's going to make Brady think he's the father. Brady will fall in love with the kid, and then they'll rip the kid away from him. Dual paternity situation. Classic. Jack. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're going to jack Brady? They're going to jack Brady. (laughs) All right. (laughs) We need to end this. Guys, I hope you enjoyed this coverage. We went an hour and 20 minutes about Virgin River. Because I spent Um, too long talking. You guys, please let us know. I'll put a – like, once this episode is out, I will put it into Backdoor Friends, and I want your comments on what you think is going to happen for season six. Seriously, you guys, please. If you've read the books, please come at us and tell us what happens in the books. Do you think we should read the books? No, I'm not reading the books. Mm -mm. Really? How many books are there? You could. I'm not doing it. Why are you not doing it? Just because they're going to suck or because you don't want it to be ruined? I don't have fucking time. (laughs) I don't have time. Who has time? (laughs) No. Mm -mm. This is where... This is where my backdoor friends carry me where I cannot walk. They will All they right. will come forward if they have read the books and they will let us know what happens. I know. Um, I remember there's a few of them in there who've read the books. No, you're right. I remember too. So mm-hmm. peoples, if you're listening, backdoor friends, please, I want a big ass discussion on where <laughs> this shit is going because I love this so much and we don't talk about it enough. Can't I stop, need won't more, stop. Ugh, love I it. need more Virgin River convo in the backdoor friends. Me too, girl. Me too. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. If you haven't already, try to check out our uh, Facebook group like we talked about, Backdoor Friends. Also, jump on one of our paid tiers. You get a lot of content. We have three tiers now to choose from. A little bit culty, a little bit culty, and ladies of a certain age. And you guys, we did that because you asked for it. Yeah, there it is. There it is. Let's go there. All right. So also leave us a five-star review. Only five stars. Only five stars. Mm -hmm. If you want to, you can say, preach, make me a sandwich. We'll know what that means. Or you can say it like this. Preach, make me a sandwich. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. Bye. I love you. Love your bones. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.